Welcome to Gapology Radio with your hosts, Mark Tinas and Brian Brockoff, authors of the leadership development books, Gapology, Imbar, and Speed of Purpose. At Gapology, our purpose is to help leaders achieve their greatest potential. To learn more about our groundbreaking books and training services, visit our website, gapology.org. Hey everybody, welcome to Gapology Radio. I know that we've joked about it on the show, but we actually do have t-shirts for sale. In fact, we have t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, mugs, notebooks, caps. They feature our signature Gapology logo that looks great for anybody out there who loves our message. We even have a good-sized collection of terminology and quotable quotes, too, to choose from. Head on over to our website and click on the merch link to view some of the selection that we sell on our Teespring shop. And as for tonight, we're starting a new series. We're discussing culture and its many applications. Tonight's topic is creating a culture of purpose. So let's go ahead and get the show rolling with Mark Tinas. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh, I am an old person. You're not as old as me. <laughs> I know. But this is how sad my life is. So I, I'm already recording this for the audience, and I thought I would just share. Um, I'm sitting on the couch and, you know, anxiously awaiting uh, this podcast, but I'm sitting there watching the wheel, and I'm waiting for Jeopardy to come on, but I'm sitting there watching Wheel of Fortune like an old person, and I fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says old like at 6.30 at night, falling asleep on the couch watching Wheel. <laughs> yeah, well, Pat Sajak puts me to sleep too, so yeah. <laughs> what the heck. Oh, my gosh. This is now, Jeopardy, funny. that's another story. I know, and it's a great tournament that's going on right now. Yeah, I love Jeopardy. Yeah, man, I know. What a great show. Oh, all right. So we got that out of the way. Now we've established that I'm get back I'm to over, work. That I'm over the hill. Yep. Um, so tonight uh, we have a great topic, of course, as usual. We're going to be talking about um, a new. Well, we're launching a new series on on culture. We're going to be talking about different types of culture in the workplace, and tonight we're going to talk about the the culture of purpose, creating a culture of purpose. And, uh, you know, I, I just thought it would be interesting to kind of explore the, this as a series looking at, you know, when you're you know trying to build a specific kind of a culture within your organization, what are some things that you can do through the landscape, the lens of gapology and MBAR, speed of purpose, some of the, the, uh, things that we talk about here on the show. So, so uh, what do you think, Mark? Uh, culture of purpose, what do you think? Yeah, well, I think purpose is one of the great ways to create a culture, to design a culture. So it's a great topic. Yeah. Should I jump sure. in? Yeah. Yeah, so the first um, the first step here really is to ensure that you have a, a purpose that is clear and compelling. And that's mm-hmm. not that easy. And most organizations do not have a purpose. They may have a mission or they may have something, but they don't have a purpose. And purpose is bigger. Um, so a couple things to make it clear and compelling. Everyone's got to know it. So it's one of those things that everyone in the organization can speak to. And if you're really good, someday you get to the point where your customers or whoever you serve can speak to it as well. But that uh, 
that first piece is, is big. Everyone's got to know it. And when you look at designing one, it's got to create some emotion, some form of emotion. And this allows people to, to tie to it. And you want people that want to devote their life to it, ideally. And so emotion is, is really one of the keys. So think about that. Does it create emotion? You know, if, if you were asking somebody that works for the organization, would they talk about, this is where I want to work because our purpose is such and such. That's powerful. And that's a game changer. And it allows them to, you know, have a longer tenure, uh, bring friends and family to work there. There's so many positive benefits. And and the level of execution just soars. We, we wrote a book called Speed of Purpose, where we talked about organizations with a purpose are much, much faster than organizations without. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think you really hit the nail on the head. You know, figure out what, what you stand for, figure out what you're working toward, figure out how it can be explained to others. I think that is such a key piece. And the other element there is, you know, to define it in its simplest terms. Um, you know, the organizations that we've worked with on purpose have very simple one sentence purpose statements, you know, things that people can can quickly learn, quickly understand and quickly remember and quickly buy into. Yeah. Yep. Quick, quickly want to devote themselves to. We were working with a uh, with a brewery and they make craft beers and we were talking to them about their they didn't have a purpose and they were looking for one. And their beer is incredible. So it's a, they, they make it there and it, it's, it's well known. So we asked them, okay, well, what else are you about? And they said, well, we want to be a place where people come and, uh, you know, have parties and create memories and come for significant events and, and then also come on a regular basis and have a great time. And, you know, we sort of looked at ourselves and said, well, isn't crafting memories your purpose? And they about fell on the floor because <laughs> yeah. here's a craft beer maker who wants to create memories and it's about crafting memories. So that became their purpose and everybody could know it. Everybody was a part of it. They could tie everyone there, including their guests to crafting memories. Mm -hmm. And it became a big deal. That That's one that just, it really hit home for me because it is about who they are it's also about what they do, but it's mostly about who they are, and people can really connect with that. Yeah, and somehow they hadn't connected crafting this great beer that mm -hmm. people loved and creating a place where they come to enjoy it was simply crafting memories. Picture people taking pictures, you know, of of their group, and it it just it just works so well for them. Yeah, definitely. If it's powerful enough, if it's really the right message. People really do connect with it. So the next big step is really to involve the team in the execution of the purpose. Hopefully you've involved them in creating it and crafting it, literally, but um, involve them in the execution of it. So if you have top performers who exemplify the purpose better than others, step back and observe them. And then talk to them because they already define the behaviors that equal the purpose. And once you've got that, you've got magic. 
If you know the behaviors that equal your purpose, everything comes together. So just listening and observing can be a game changer. Often leaders want to lead and, and, and give the team the, the behaviors. Well, maybe the team knows. And maybe they're the ones that actually can show the, the leadership what, what it looks like. So Yeah, I, th- I think involving the team to define the execution of it is such a key piece in getting them to connect with it. I think you're right that 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 a lot of times leaders do want to always dictate the, the execution, the behaviors, all those pieces. But I would suggest to engage the brains of all those employees that you trust to help with that, you know, the heavy lifting of that stuff. You know, seek out ideas, seek out challenges to to the ideas. Don't be afraid of people that might challenge your way of thinking on things. Um, really embrace that stuff. Yeah, and potentially, if you if you haven't defined your purpose yet, potentially, your purpose is already right in front of you. It's alive and well in your top performers. And all you've got to do is ask them what they do and observe what they do, and it might be right there for you. Yep. Right yep. there, right there, exactly. you know? So the next big piece is to tie every role, regardless of what someone does, to the purpose. What is executing the purpose for this role? What is it for this role? Because it may be different. You may have people behind the scenes who are critical to the purpose, but they're not out on the front lines doing something different. So you have to you have to carefully craft, listen, involve the team as well in tying every role to the purpose. And then you can likely measure it and you can define it so that as you hire others, you can speak to them about how that role brings the purpose to life. You want to make every role important. You want to make every role have have this connection to the purpose. Yeah, I think it is important to wrap it into all areas of the business, all roles, all individuals, really from the from the whole entire employee life cycle, you know, from the start through the finish. I think it's important to have everybody connected to it, um, you know, part of their their job responsibilities, you know, anything from hiring all the way through the total uh, employee life cycle. Yeah. The other thing it does is it, it makes their job more important. Yes, definitely. So it makes them feel good about their day, mm-hmm. about what they accomplish. So when, when you, when you tie their role to the purpose, it's a big deal. And most organizations do not do that. You know, people work for the hourly wage or their salary, right? Mm-hmm. Well, often people will work harder for the purpose than for that. And it can be a total game changer. Again, we found in the book Speed of Purpose, which you can you can find, we found that that purpose creates speed. It creates higher levels of performance, higher levels of tenure within the team. It changes everything. So tie every role to the purpose. Big deal. The next piece, once you've done that, is to define the metrics based on what you do that are equal to the purpose. So when the purpose is executed, what are the metrics that are achieved? You can do this by role. You can do this for the organization. So make it real. Again, it's likely right there 
in front of you already in your top performers. So if you're comparing the metrics of performance of your top performers versus average, you likely have the metrics of the purpose being delivered. So look for that. That's magic. Uh, We told the story last week or the week before about company average for a given metric was 35, but we found people, teams that were delivering 50. Wow. Total game changing. So we observed the behaviors of 50 and changed everything for the organization. So again, likely the top performers are already delivering the purpose and delivering metrics that are equal to the purpose. Those then become your clear expectations. You set those as the expectations for the entire team because you know that's what's equal to the purpose being delivered. Yeah, definitely. We talk about this in Gapology a lot that in order to set clear expectations, you have to define the behaviors that will deliver the results. And you have to set the results and the behavioral expectations uh, to really have something that's measurable, something that you can track, um, something you can hold people accountable to. Um, and I think that is so true, especially when you're trying to create something new or you're trying to build your purpose, you know, find ways to measure it, find ways to track your progress toward it. So as you're building, as you're growing, um, as you're rolling out a purpose or you're enhancing what you're doing, um, define those ways to, to see how you're doing, you know, how are you progressing? If you don't ever figure out a way to measure it, you're not really ever going to be able to do it. And I think the other piece too is, with that is, is, you know, post those results, share them so everyone can see them, make those things public. Yeah. One of the organizations we've worked with publishes the results every week on Monday Mm -hmm. and that, you know, in relation to the expectation and that that's a game changer. The other thing that, that hits home here, Brian and I walked into a, an organization that was wanting to learn Gapology and wanting to also define a purpose. And we asked the question to the leaders, what does great look like? And they thought for a minute and they said, oh, well, well, yeah, we, we can show you that. So they took us to their team that they thought was great. And there it was. The purpose was there already. The metrics were there already. All they had to do was open up to that. There it was. It wasn't some anomaly. It was the purpose in play. So there was the team. They had the behaviors. They, they had metrics that far exceeded the team. And suddenly they could see it. It was, it was right there by asking the question, what does great look like? What does great look like in your organization? So you likely already know it. And again, we often assume that that one performer who's outperforming everyone else is just the exception of the rule. That's not the case. They are the purpose being enacted. They are the set of behaviors that we want everyone uh, to execute. And we've got to observe that and understand it and understand the metrics that equal that. So on any given week, if you're publishing the results, you know where the purpose was in play by looking at the numbers. It already tells you. It's right there. Yeah. And just think how much more powerful that is for peers to look at something that's already being done versus something that is just being delivered by a leader. You know, they can actually see the evidence of behaviors. 
Totally. So then you, you've got to bring your purpose to life through what you recognize. So those of you that can write something down, write this down. We are what we celebrate. Yeah, love that one. We, we are what we celebrate. We should do a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> we are what we celebrate. So think about that for your organization. What does your recognition look like? What if you wrapped it around your purpose or wrapped your purpose around your recognition? What if recognition became the purpose? And you celebrated excellence in, in execution of, of the purpose. It's a game changer. Reevaluate your annual awards, your monthly awards, what, whatever award programs you have, and ensure that they are equal to and representative of purpose. We, uh, we saw an organization that created a, a coin, like a silver dollar, that had their purpose on it. And the leaders carried the coin and they could award it whenever they saw the purpose, you know, fully executed and uh, a great source of source of recognition. We uh, we talked to one team member who had something in his pocket. I said, what do you what do you what's that you keep playing with there? Is it what's well, this coin? It's my coin. And he had had that coin in his pocket for a decade. He carried it with him every day because it represented delivery of the purpose. It was an award that he received. We are what we celebrate. Mm -hmm. So step back, take a look at your organization, take a look at what you celebrate and ensure that it's aligned with purpose. Yeah, I think it's so important to consider this. You know, I think it's, it's not something that's built into what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. We'll say thank you and, and those kinds of things. But I think really building into your leadership rhythm recognition, you know, defining, you know, how am I going to recognize people um, and for what am I going to recognize people? And if you're talking about a culture of purpose, this is a great way to drive that. Um, in fact, actually, I had a conversation with a group. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about, you know, what do you celebrate when it's big? What do you do? How do you celebrate something big? And we were talking about standing ovations and some of those other things that, that we always talk about here at Capology. And it was interesting, you know, we, we came to kind of a, a conclusion that, you know, in order to win big, you have to celebrate big, you know, and I think that's important. I think it's important to, to think about. Um, and then conversely, you don't want to over-celebrate small wins either. You know, I, I think with small wins, you celebrate small. You still celebrate it. You still provide recognition around it. But on those big things, those giant things that you're winning on, celebrate big. Yeah. I mean, make the culture, we're talking about culture, make the culture all about the purpose. And therefore the recognition is all about the purpose. Yep. That's what, that's what it's about. Um, that's why we get out of bed in the morning. That's why we, we come here. That's why we do what we do. That's why we put in the extra time. It's all about, it's all about the purpose. The last piece that I wanted to talk about was was the leadership role. So the leaders have got to exemplify the purpose as well. You can't uh, exempt yourself from it. You've got, you've got to be a big part of it. You've got to you've got to make sure your behavior aligns with it. And then you've got to figure out how you're going to teach it to new people and how you're going to coach it ongoing. So, you know, what's that look like? 
So you've, you've, you've got to examine that because as your business grows, as your organization grows, whatever you do, you're going to have to teach it to new people and create that same level of high execution. So you have to have a plan for that. The habit ladder that is in Gapology is a great example of how to go after that. The habit ladder works amazingly well for just about anything relating to training or bringing something that you value to life. So make sure you review the habit ladder. It's it's a big deal. Yeah, we have to, you know, walk the walk, not just talk the talk. So, you know, as we set our expectations around purpose, once we've defined it and, and done these things, uh, we have to be the role model. Our team looks to us and they reflect our behaviors. So it is critical that we're doing that. And with that is that teaching element and the coaching element um, that takes it beyond just training, right? It just really um, reinforces and, and helps to grow skills and, and behaviors around the things that we're expecting. Yeah, training and, and mentorship. If If some of the team that fully exemplifies the purpose can mentor others that are new, Mm-hmm. That can be incredibly powerful and can do better work than the leaders can do anyway. It uh, it it brings it to life at a, at a much quicker pace. So think about that. Right. Um, often the future leaders of the organization are those that can mentor. So be looking looking for those people in the organization that can bring the purpose to life and teach it to others. Once, once they're at that level, they become invaluable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's anything that kills culture quicker than a leader not exemplifying the expected behaviors. Yeah, we've seen it. We've seen people preaching customer service, and then the leader walks out to the sales floor and walks by every customer like they're not there. Yeah, totally. It, it just doesn't work. It sends the wrong message to the team. Yeah. The, the leader may not be the best at executing it. The team probably is, but they have to... They have to role model it in 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 their way, and and make sure that it's you know of incredible value. Yes, yeah, definitely. I guess the last piece to talk about would be to course correct. So, here and there we see teams that uh, adopt something that doesn't work. Just be open to to that. And um, again, generally, if you go back to your top performers and observe the behavior. And the metrics that are coming from that performance, you've got a good idea of where to go. Sometimes you have to swallow your pride and go observe the behavior of competitors who are beating you. See what it looks like. They may not even know the purpose and you may be able to see it in them. So be open to the fact that course correction is part of being great and uh, it happens. And uh, sometimes you can latch onto a purpose that's good for a thousand years. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you have to adjust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think what's important with course correcting is is if you have a solid purpose, something that you really believe in as a leader, um, the team believes in it, but but you're really not there. I think the flexibility needs to come in the execution. So look at the behaviors that are happening. And and be flexible with that. Be flexible with the the expectations around, you know, what are we doing to drive toward this purpose? 
you know, I, I think staying steadfast in the expectation around the purpose itself is is important, but remain flexible. Uh, look for ways to improve. Look for ways to adjust. Uh, I think that is critical, you know, in any organization. And look for the gaps. Absolutely. You know, have you have yeah. you tied every role in the organization to the purpose? Mm-hmm. You know, step back and see if you've done that. Is the purpose clear and compelling? Ask the team what's what's the purpose. What if what if you found that someone that had been there ninety days didn't know it? So there can be gaps in execution that you've got to be open to as well. It may not be the purpose that's that's wrong. It may be the execution of it. So go back through what we've just covered and start over. It's okay. Yep. It's okay. Re, uh, you know, redo those points. Are the metrics correct? Are we publishing the metrics? You know, are we celebrating effectively the purpose or a bunch of other things? If you're celebrating a bunch of other things other than the purpose, you may create confusion in the group as to what's important and what matters. If you're publishing a bunch of other things, you may be confusing the team about what matters and what's important. So look in the mirror, adjust, you know, regroup and uh, wrap everything in a clear and compelling purpose and likely you're going to win. Yep, definitely. Yeah, well, I think this was good, Mark. Uh, this is a great uh, topic, I think, to to kick off our culture series. I think uh, everything does revolve around the things that we find important in our life. So anything we do, we, you know, we have to feel connected to it. And I think having a purpose kick this off, I think, is uh, is the perfect uh, topic. I thought we kicked it off with Jeopardy. Well, you, yeah, because you do. fell asleep on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I know. Man, I'm going to have to go to bed early or something tonight. (laughs) Great job, Brian. (laughs) Yeah, you too. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Uh, Bye. All right, that'll do it from here. For more information on Gapology, Imbar, or Speed of Purpose, head on over to our website, gapology.org. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology Institute production. Visit us at gapology.org.